I want I want to talk about just one thing because I mean this has been on my mind right this this debate of the female international US soccer team wants equal pay with the male US soccer I'm going to be very careful with my words right because I'm all about talent yeah right if you're if you're better at something else than someone else you should be rewarded but actually I don't believe that it's whatever you want to achieve is what you want to achieve. Yeah. So if they want equal equal pay, get it. So I was like, you know, I made a joke to my wife. I was like, well, maybe the, the male team should play the female team. And whoever wins, <laughs> the males get paid the same as the females. If the females, if the women win, they get paid the, men, the men's rate. And if the, the men lose, they get paid the women's rate. I mean, to me, it's like. You're not at the end of the day, if you really want to get into like the socioeconomics of it, it's like your privileged women from America playing women from all over the world that aren't equally as privileged within their own cultures as you are. So they don't have the same. You're not playing the same talent because there's not the same reverence amongst the world Mm -hmm. for what you do compared to the men where American men are playing the world's game. And this is like the game that defines so many countries within the world. So they're actually playing the highest level amongst removed gender from it. Mm -hmm. They're playing the highest level. Yeah. So within the absolute highest level, yes, they aren't having the same level of achievement you guys are having. But to what you were saying is, okay, if you think you're the better team, let's play each other and see who wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I'd watch that. Yeah, we all would. <laughs> we all would. And we all know the outcome. Yeah. And that's the part of like, as a society, as like we head into this more progressive or try to adopt these more progressive politics is like, these are some of the hurdles they run into because there are these biological differences that like mm-hmm. um um what is it uh at the end of the day like biology doesn't care about personal preference doesn't care about feelings it just lives in what is so it's like as a man pound for pound i'm stronger than most women my size not because i wake up and do push-ups every day It's just my biology has Mm. afforded that to me. That's a privilege. That's a whatever, but it exists. So it's like when you try to like create a society in which you go, well, we'll ignore that. It's like you don't want that all the way around. Mm -hmm. That that can apply to the arts. There's certain areas in which that can apply a thousand percent. But like athletics is like, you know, if you're born with something dangling between your legs, you kind of got. And and you can equate it to, you know, people talk about testosterone and all these other factors, but it's just like, mm, yeah, Na- the, nature versus nurture. Yeah, and then yeah. but in in this particular situation, nature, yeah, is gonna trump nurture because at the same time they're both being nurtured. Yeah, right. It's not like we're grabbing, hey, U.S. Yeah. women's soccer team, go play. Yeah, you would beat fucking 11 random guys if you know they just did a lottery 
yeah. and elected, you know, these guys who don't play soccer. Yeah. But in terms of being soccer players, if you remove gender, the team with the thing dangling between their legs would beat the team that doesn't have something dangling between yeah. their legs. And that's just biology. Yeah. That's na- so it's like creating an argument around like, well, we deserve it because we've, it's like, y'all, it's not, yes, it's the same game. It's like, it's like doing stand up, right? Like, I'm like, I'm a comedian. Kevin Hart's a comedian. (laughs) 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 We both do comedy together. And it's like, no, 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 there's levels to this. Yeah. You know, and the level he's at based off of his experiences and uh, all the other factors is why things are happening for him the way they're happening. Yeah. And I think like, I even li- I even saw like the Women's World Cup generates like globally, I don't even know if it's half of just like the pot they would yeah. even be able to like pick from or, yeah. you know, draw the salaries from compared to the Men's World Cup. So it's like, just say we want more because we feel like we do the same thing. Yeah. And because we do the same, but don't try and like, just, and just ultimately say we want more because we're us. (laughs) (laughs) And that's actually the only reason we even care about this is because we're us as opposed to it being like some broader issue. Yeah. Cause it's not to me, it's, it's a false equivalency. Yeah. You know, I wonder who created these kind of gender roles. I wonder, I wonder where they came. It clearly came from men. Let's be serious. Cause men are gross. (laughs) But I and also, meant, cause, I, I'll, oh, go ahead. Because we, because um, I try and, I talk a lot on the show about, you know, classifying people or giving yourself a notion of, of something else. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, black, white, gay, straight, all these type of things, because they come with so many conditionings and connotations of just that one word yeah, 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 yeah. is like a conditioning of fucking thousands of years <laughs> of oppression, of depression, yeah, right, of right. fucking. <laughs> Stress and anxiety of all that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. And now there's that new term as well, which I just learned is they. Oh yeah, the they them. They and them, about. yeah. Which I was like, what, what the fuck? I was like, I, 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 and I'm I, like, I'm a very forward person, and I accept someone for who they are, and I never define anyone by by a specific thing because then you're labeling them part of that. Yeah. So when you when you know when you when I say you know oh that person is gay, I don't do that. That is a person. Yeah. Because. You come with if you if you was a you know a, a gay person growing up there's there's an, you know the majority of because I have a ton of gay friends of you know the oppression of not being able to feel like yourself right right and right. and and that that's what the the gay connotation is that's what I see as a yeah. as a straight man who sees outside the the name tag gay if I was to see it you know uh, you know my stepdad's black so I know that when he identifies as a black man he's talking about the oppression that he's seen for his experience of, of the the way he feels about his own color. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So now I try and get people to, to, to not identify with any of that. That's when I asked you, you know, who are you and who you want to be? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's not defining you by, by your skin color. It's defining you by you. Yeah. And I think like, that's the reason for me. Cause I feel, I feel similarly where it's like, that's the reason there's certain things that are self-evident. So it's like, I am black. Therefore, I don't have to define myself as black. Everything I do 
is black because it's being done by black me. Yeah. So there's no point. There's no separation from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it just is. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like with these like gender roles and these things that have been defined is I think we're living in a time where we're trying to deconstruct the past and question the past, but it's like the past is the reason we're as comfortable as we are to care about this shit. So it's like, I'm not going to look back and be like, oh, men used to be so shitty. It's like, I don't know what it's like to walk to a stream and have to fight somebody possibly to the death just to get a sip of water. Mm -hmm. There are men who have lived on this earth and that was their experience. So for them, it could have been a thing of like, hey, I don't want to put the people I care about who are more vulnerable to not win this fight in this situation. So stay home and hold the crib down. So after I fight this situation, I come back and I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Is that crazy to ask for? And I think we've now evolved to a place where like, because we don't have those worries and because the environment we live in is as safe as it is for so many people, they want to have these conversations as though their experience is universal. And it's like, yeah, you know, you live in LA, you got the time to be on some existential shit that may not be happening for somebody who's working in a factory, trying to raise four kids, going through a divorce, like, and for you to look down at that person and be like, you know, I can't believe that. You're only thinking about it because you have the time. Mm -hmm. So so don't act like that doesn't exist. Yeah. And don't act like that time that you're having didn't come off of the labor of somebody. You know? So that for me is like these gender roles. It's not a it's not a coincidence. It's now we just have evolved to a place where we have the time to question all of this shit. Mm -hmm. And in questioning it. It's creating a chaos because we all don't have the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's only at certain universities and in certain areas in which people are even having yeah. certain conversations. Yeah. And the part that like frustrates me with some of the conversations is like, I know what it's like to not have the time. So I'm not going to then have the time and look at somebody who doesn't have the time and judge them in a way I wouldn't have wanted to be judged. It's like eventually they may get here mm -hmm. or they may not, but I'm going to give them the space. I'm yeah. going to make them feel comfortable in trying to even approach it. And I think that's the part for me that like becomes frustrating because it's like so much of the conversation is generated around like the m absolute most extreme percent or uh, um, experience within this minority group is how we're going to define the whole minority group. Yeah. And it's like, if that was like, like it's part of my, my frustration with like, if being black was as hard and as difficult as you would think it is, if you only listen to people in Hollywood or you only were on Twitter or you only were on whatever, why would they be making the entertainment they're making? Mm-hmm. After, after, if, if a black person has been being oppressed in America all day, they finally survive not being killed by the police. Do you think they want to come home and watch their oppression on TV? 
oh yeah babe let's let's watch uh black people be killed again by the police as we just survived this Mm -hmm. so there's clearly a disconnect and it's like y'all have to understand you're disconnected from majority of people's experience instead of going no they're disconnected from our experience Mm -hmm. so they're wrong yeah so that for me when it comes to like all of these sort of like more existential identity because having a conversation with somebody and they go uh i was born in the wrong body okay well who are you Mm -hmm. that you aren't in your body the body you should be in <laughs> you know what i mean that's an existential fucking you're going to a place with that yeah. like are, are well, you talking about your spirit are you talking about like your just the biology of your brain is wired to, like what are yeah. we talking about from a place of me wanting to understand yeah, absolutely you know so i think like yeah some of that shit is people just having the time to really try to deconstruct something that took was so fucking difficult and such a miracle that it was built in the first place yeah so it's like yeah the easiest thing to do is judge the past well i mean i love that but i because i I speak about this all the time with the wife i'm like wow look at us we're sitting on the couch (laughs) internet moving through the air yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) watching netflix the baby's asleep watching her on the monitor and I'm watching on, on TV, like, a, I don't know what it was. It was like a film of something of lesbians, like, kissing or something. And then this was, like, the 1666. And someone caught them and was like, witch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they both got burned at the stake. I was like, wow. There's a reason why we're alive now. Oh, yeah. It's not, I mean, for me, it's not hard now but it, because it was my perception of what hard was. But because I knew what hard was, I know what easy is yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, what a time to be alive. I, I was like, you know, uh, I don't go grocery shopping anymore. I only recently discovered, I mean, I've always known about Instacart and I, I, yeah, I thought yeah. it was super tedious. But now Amazon do Whole Foods. I was like, I've always wanted to shop at Whole Foods as my groceries. And now I fucking do. Like, this is fucking great. <laughs> Bougie Lou is, is, is shopping oh, at Whole Foods. Man. And I get them to deliver my Whole Foods shit. And I'm like, wow, all this array of foods. Back in the day, you'd grow one source of food and you would eat that one source of food all winter or all summer, what type of shit. Now I have a array of berries, array of fucking fruits, array of fucking... Uh, I'm like, holy shit. Now, so my question for you is, if we are of God, quotes, you know, we are created of God to experience what being God is in physical reality, which all of us are, call it blasphemous, call it whatever you want. I believe I'm a God, like yeah, in, 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 a, in a creative, you know what I'm saying? In a, in a creative scenario, I'm always creating. What? I forgot what I was going to fucking say now. I was on a fucking roll. Wait, so we were... Um, we were talking about how we've progressed as a society. And you were talking about like how you've progressed to a place where you can recognize that you're now living an easy life. Because not only do you shop at Whole Foods. You so, shop at Whole Foods from a phone. But but it's, it's but it, what I'm saying is, is for me now, perception, because I always say life is easy. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you know, Lou, you're privileged. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't define what privilege is or what privilege isn't. I just know in myself, I am easy. Ah, I love that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. It's not like, because people, there's this whole, you know, argument of what is privilege, what isn't privilege. 
a privileged person is privileged because they don't know they're fucking privileged. Yeah. An unprivileged person feels unprivileged because <laughs> they know they're fucking unprivileged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the universe gives them more situations to feel unprivileged. We, and there was this battle between who is privileged and who isn't. And then it became down to the skin color of, well, you've been treated like this your whole way because of, of, of the color you are instead of your manifestations of what you project. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. see what I'm saying? So therefore, I want everyone to get rid of the notion. I'm not saying get rid of who you are because, as I said, I asked you who you are. Color didn't even come into it. Yeah. You were defining how you were feeling inside yeah, 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 yeah. and that's all it is because you are the magnet, you are the God. So oh, this is what I was leading to. So my question was, if we can manifest everything we want, everything we don't want, by the way we feel, everything else, is this not heaven on earth? It is if, if you're tapping in to the, I think it's But both. you're always tapping into it, whether you're conscious of it or not. But that's what I'm saying is I think everything is, there's a, there's a, there's a duality that exists between that helps each thing be recognized. So that's why it's like, in some cases, you know, they say like, you got to go through hell to get to heaven or, or you have to know hell to, to then re- know what to recognize. Is. Yes, it. yes. Right. Right. So it's like, I feel like it's, it's, it's both. And because it's through perception it's whatever you're focused on. So it's like there are people like you in your life are focused on the privileges your life affords you. Therefore, you find more privileges within your life that validates the privilege you feel like you have and you live this privileged life, whereas somebody does the opposite and they're having the opposite experience. I, I call it the cheat book. It's like you said, you know, using your ego. Like I brought my ego. I bring my ego out. It's like, I want motherfucking money. Yeah. Ego, <laughs> oh, go away yeah. now, bro. <laughs> Namaste. Uh, yeah, and that's real. <laughs> but that's recognizing that yeah. power that a lot of people aren't conscious to because they aren't in an environment where people are even having that type of conversation, right? Like if you come from an environment and you allow your environment to define you, whatever the narrative is in that environment, you're probably going to be living a version of that. So it's the reason that like, Within every environment, from the fucking tippy top 1% to the bottom 1%, there's a constant ebb and flow between people transitioning between both is because it's what you recognize in the experiences you look to validate. So it's like, yeah, somebody who's, you know, born a fucking Hilton and their life on paper is amazing, but little do we know what goes on in that house is Mr. Hilton's like fucking cussing them out and berating them and telling them how they're not <laughs> good enough and they'll never be him and whatever. And then they have this fucking toxic relationship with themselves, with money and all this shit, and they fall out of the 1%. And in falling out, perception is like, wow, that's fucked up. It looks like their life isn't as mm-hmm. great as it is because they're not on yachts every weekend but they live in a fucking one bedroom apartment in WeHo and they're the happiest they've ever been yeah. because they're living the life they now want to live. Yeah. And I think, but it's, it, it's the polarity. It's the opposite, isn't it? It's like, um, you can't judge someone just because they have some, this is not reference to you, but in terms of conversations I've had with people of this, Oh, you know, where we say the Hilton's are privileged yeah, yeah, yeah. from someone who's unprivileged. They understand that the Hilton's yeah, yeah, privileged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone who's also privileged as Hilton. They don't see them as privileged. Yeah. They see them as, as, as whatever. But you see, 
a person who is raised unprivileged or, or not even unprivileged, someone who's raised with, say, no money or whatever and hardships and alcoholism and, and parent abuse and all this type of stuff, they can't separate themselves from that. They don't feel like they are unprivileged. They just feel like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Hillans, they're probably feeling the exact same alcohol abuse and yeah, yeah, yeah. depression and <laughs> drugs and and parent condemning them and they're not good enough. You, you'll never be as good as me. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're feeling the same shit. The expectation behind them though is is the the money aspect. Because you you look at like because because again when I watch reality TV, I don't I I, it, I don't watch it. But when my wife watches it, I go in and I'm like, I'm not interested in this shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All and you're right. into it. And then I see their lives and they're equally as insecure as everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're equally un- unhappy as everyone else. The difference is, is their expectation is of having money, having a big house, amazing car, kids everywhere, all that type of stuff, because that's their expectation. It's not their their... You know, they're not depressed about not having any money. They're depressed about themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that some people like, and it sounds like cliche, but it's like money is the reason not having money is the reason there are as many people on this planet as there are, because there are so many people given money would kill themselves Mm -hmm. because they don't have an impulse control. They don't have self-control. It's like you're struggling to control your impulses without having the resources to fully see where mm-hmm. those impulses could go. It almost goes against the law of law of the universe. It goes against the yeah. law of what we understand yeah. the universe yeah. to be because it's, it's that goes back to that duality of like, in a way that's what sort of balances the scales is we're all living within our perception of ourselves and our circumstances. And because we have the ability to change our perception, we have the ability to change our circumstances, positive or negative. Right. Like, and I think for so many people, like to me, this is the beauty of the internet. It's breaking down that barrier that like this conversation that for a long time was happening in very particular settings amongst very particular people, amongst very particular socioeconomic classes anybody can listen to Mm -hmm. so now there could be somebody who's in a situation who well to be honest back in the day this conversation would have probably been in a monk's temple (laughs) (laughs) exclusive (laughs) exclusive shit and it's like so now when you're when because i discovered even this sort of mindfulness and this thinking and manifesting and all of this shit the, the my first initiation into it or not initiation, but like introduction was the book, The Secret. Mm-hmm. And that was the first ever thing I read that made me conscious of my thoughts. And then from Everyone there, starts yeah. on the secret. <laughs> bro, because it, it, it's the perfect way to like spoon feed me the too. idea of being conscious in a way that you thought. can understand. Yeah, yeah. Like it translates it. So it's like from there, once you become conscious of your thoughts, then there's a sense of empowerment because you become, you feel responsible for your thoughts. And that goes back to like how you were saying, like they, they have an expectation of like, yes, money will always be here. Mm -hmm. I don't worry about money. If you have an expectation of like, life is hard. I'm always going to struggle. You can be in a situation where on paper, you're not struggling. Like somebody's like, oh, you make fucking $700,000 a year. Like your bills are paid, whatever. 
but your expectation is struggle. So you're focusing on what that $700,000 a year isn't getting you. You're focused on the woman not appreciating you the way you think you should be. And you just keep drawing into these things that make you feel like less. Mm -hmm. And you're having this experience that is less. And I think that like in the beauty of what we're experiencing with the internet and the times we're living in, the duality of it is that, right? Like I have instant access to whoever I love in the same way. I have instant access to whoever I don't like. And that's so it's now it becomes a perception thing. Mm-hmm. Who do I empower? Do I empower the comment that came from the person I don't like? Or do I empower the comment that came from the person I like? And you see so many people's default is the negative. Yeah. Like I was listening to uh, this actress talk and she was talking about in her 20s. She was so insecure and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, this is right when like social media was taking off and like I would get online and people would be trying to define me and, you know, whatever. And I would get, you know, yeah, I would get, you know, a thousand, ten thousand likes on something. But then there would be like these ten comments. And I'm like, well, that's your fault. (laughs) A thousand people said thank you. Ten thousand people said you're the shit. Way to go. Amazing. And you empowered the ten. Yeah. Don't blame the ten because you decide and that's that's where I think the evolution of where we're going with this is the clarity as a culture to really shine a light mm-hmm. on people empowering things that perpetuate their victimization. And that's when it comes back to like the whole mentality thing and all of that sort of stuff where it's like you need to be responsible for your feelings yep. because the world can't. Because guess what? Why are your feelings more important than mine? If you can explain to me logically why I should put a preference on how you feel over how I feel and why your feelings in the grand scheme of all of this matter more than mine is we're just two individual creatures on this planet. Mm. I'm here for it. But until then, shut the fuck up. Well, see, see, one of my the, the most fav- favorite quotes from the book of God is the most loving person is the person who is self-centered. That came from God, mm-hmm. quote, unquote. And I'm like, holy shit. I love being self-centered. Self-centered, not as in I'm the center of attention. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. I'm centered within myself. And I understand the more self-centered I become all around me, everything gets calm. Yeah. And I think, but I think it's a big hurdle people have is language Mm. right like there's this this negative association with the word ignorant Mm. but we're all ignorant yeah i don't know what it's like to be you yeah i don't know what it's like to be a wife i don't know what it's like to be a daughter i only know what it's like to be me and at times i don't even fully know what that's like (laughs) how conscious i am you know what i'm saying like (laughs) so it's like but if if you say like that word there's such a negative association is something we're all experiencing regardless like you can't not be ignorant to shit mm-hmm. it's literally impossible yeah so it's like i had to change my relationship to that word to embrace my ignorance yeah and embracing my ignorance opened me up to the world well you tweeted back in 2013 <laughs> <laughs> i missed the ignorance of bliss yeah. did you still miss it yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I because to me, like, it's like it's like 
I feel like parents experience this as someone who's not a parent, but who listens to them talk, right? It's like you look at your child and your child doesn't have any of life's burdens. They're ignorant to most of life's burdens. So they're just, they don't know when you buy them a toy, they should play with the toy and not the box. Mm -hmm. They go to what they want. They're ignorant. It's like, yo, this is where it's at. And then we're, no, 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 no. We're guiding them. Towards what we want them to ignorance, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? But in, in our minds, we're guiding them towards a lack of ignorance, right? Yeah. We're like removing the it was like, no, no, you silly kid, you play yeah. with toys, not boxes, yeah. And it's like, in reality, you play with what's bringing you joy, yeah. So let the joy happen. So, like, I still feel like, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't like actively miss it it depends on how much time i spend online yeah Yeah. (laughs) if i spent like once i've scrolled you know like i can get on twitter for you know five minutes and just the conversations being had and like the energy of like so many people who are in just like spiritual shambles clashing over like trivial shit and like equating it to really affecting their lives on a personal level is daunting for me. Yeah. And that's a big reason I'm not on Twitter. I don't need to have those interactions. I need a filter between me and certain people. Yeah. So it's like I do at when I'm when I'm actively engaged in that sort of thing, once I leave, I'm like, I, I miss the state I had before I saw Yeah. That. It's funny because uh the only ignorance uh, I miss the, the the ignorance of bliss is is when it comes to food. That's my that's the only or alcohol. Yeah, yeah, you know, when you were younger, you didn't get no no hangovers. Uh, <laughs> you didn't. There was no such thing. You couldn't eat. There wasn't uh, this health or that health. Man. And you you were in the pristine condition of your life because buddy, buddy, buddy. you just knew it was it was just a it was, it was an innate knowing within you that there was no hangover. You're, you're getting up for work tomorrow regardless because you knew you had to. Listen, I I was I had this conversation with a friend about abs. I've never had to. Th- Think about having abs. Yeah. I woke up abs were there. I would eat four ice cream sandwiches, <laughs> drink a pop, do whatever I wanted. Abs were there. And it was like probably two, like like three, four years ago was the first time I looked down and I had like a four pack. Like a pack. That's kind of weird. <laughs> and then now I look in the mirror and I had a top two, you know, but after that, and I was and I was like, damn, now I'm at a point where I'm figuring out, do I actually value mm-hmm. a six pack? Is that something I genuinely care about? Yeah. Or was it just something that was afforded to me in life? So I kind of prided myself on having mm-hmm. it. Because you needed it. Yeah. You wanted ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you knew in your mind, your conditioning was like, well, I got a six pack. That means I'm going to get, you know. Six you had pack to, ladies. This six pack good. ladies, you know. <laughs> You either got to have a six pack or six figures, baby, or <laughs> personality. It, 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 it's fun. Yeah, it's funny because you would, because uh, now I don't make no effort for nothing. I'm like, you know, because uh, I, I don't need to. And everyone's like, well, you need to make effort for you. That's different. Again, this is like, yeah. you know, because the, the mind races. Once you say something, it's like your conditioning kicks in of all the things that could come mm-hmm. along with those connotations. Yeah, yeah. But I've stopped explaining myself because I'm like, well, I'm accountable for my own shit. And that's it. Bottom line, period. Um, but it's true. It's that ignorance of you had those things because you knew that you, you, yeah. you, you needed them. Need is a lack of 
you just knew yeah it, that it, they were there it it's the it's the relationship it goes back to like how you were talking about even with money like people who if you're born in a location in this world with people in this world who don't care about money because they know it's there your relationship to money is there is no need for it mm-hmm. it's just there yeah so the way you move is going to be different and it's like so and the, that's, so the universe gives you there yeah. yeah and that's the same thing with like how we were oh. even a moment ago talking about privilege right where it's like privilege is so relative because there's there's financial privilege there's physical privilege there's mental privilege there's depending on where you're born racial privilege there's depending on what you're doing in life hand size privilege like you know what i'm saying like there's all of these different quote-unquote privileges so then it's like well what's the ultimate privilege it seems like the privilege is being the person who has the thing somebody wants on any given moment Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah to someone who was born without abs oh, I'm so privileged and I don't know what it's like. And it's like, sure, man, whatever. But my life is my life. I'm not going to take on mm-hmm. the burden you have to try and figure out how to get abs. I'm not going to stop living my experience because you're not having it. And I think that's like, for me, I've just moved that mindset into all aspects of life. And it's happening at a time where people who need this lack and people to live in the lack have the biggest microphone they've ever had to validate that lack. So that's why as a country and as a nation and a world, we seem as like separated and divided is because all the people who are trying to pull people into their camps have a microphone now. Mm-hmm. So now I get the you know, the 10,000, 100,000 people who are insecure about their eye color are all rallying online. It seems like everyone's everyone's insecure about their eye color now. So you <laughs> get off the computer and no one's having a conversation yeah. about eye color. Yeah. Or someone brings it up and they're like, that's weird. And everybody else is like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. So uh, what are, what's for dinner? <laughs> it's so funny about when you say about the Twitter thing, because I, I, I search crypto on Twitter. It's hilarious. Like it's a deep, dark world. <laughs> And I tend to sometimes look at the trends. I don't know why. I've only started doing that recently. What's trending? It was like, and I saw this morning, it was like free little Nas X. I was like, oh, they, he's, he's going to jail? And it was basically just him doing a video of him acting as if he's going to jail or something else. And I was like, wow, this is just what people talk about. Yeah, yeah. And there's just millions of comments. I'm like, don't these people work? Don't, <laughs> I mean, don't you have like, what the fuck? That's why I'm kind of thankful that I didn't grow up in the kind of, I would say the, the, the social media aspect of life. I guess our generation, we didn't, you know, I didn't have a phone. I didn't, yeah, Facebook came later in life. That's why I'm like, situation, no situation was set out for me to, ha- to live. But, because, I mean, to be honest, if there was social, if there was Instagram when I was younger, I'd be dead. <laughs> if there was Facebook when I was super younger, I'd be dead. If there was Twitter, <laughs> I'd be dead. If I had money when I was younger, I would 100% oh, yeah, be dead. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I'm talking about not from someone killing me. I'm talking about me like probably partying and doing overindulgence. overindulgence. (laughs) I would be the epitome of the sin Uh, gluttonous in all aspects of life. That's real though. And that's what it's like. I, so 
I look at social media and all of this shit for these kids who are growing up with it, where they're getting a a dose of reality quicker, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, you know, so it was like growing up, I got to think I was better at football than I was because on the scale in which I was playing it in my small town, playing these other small schools, I was That's good. what you saw. Yeah, yeah, I was good. I'm like, oh man, I'm good. I could I could mm-hmm. play on a bigger scale than I could have. Whereas had I grown up with social media and saw all of the top high school football players in the country and saw what they were capable of and the shit they were doing. You would have never picked up another ball. I've been on the soccer pitch where I should have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think they're like the ones who are becoming more conscious are seeing through this shit and seeing how it is a resource to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I can, I'm a pretty good dancer. And then you get online and you can see like, all right, well, I can't do any of that shit. So what type of dance could I possibly do? I'm not Chris Brown. So maybe I could be a backup dancer or maybe I could be a regional dancer and whatever. So it's just like, well, maybe I can just keep on two stepping in the club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and it, 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 it's allowing them to see. But what happens is, is because ego still exists and ego can, if you have a toxic relationship with your ego, you now view it as a lack. It's now shit isn't fair and it's so wrong and everything's against you and it's personalized. And that could lead to like the amount of people who are self-harming and that self-harm is taking place because we as a culture haven't are now maybe collectively beginning to get to free time to where we need to have this conversation about Mm. perception, perception of self and all of these things that like social media is beginning to drive in a positive way, but of course the negative is going to be focused on, right? It's like, oh my gosh, this amount of kids have harmed themselves and blah, blah. And it's just like, you know, if you, if you go, depending on how far out you want to pull, it's like, well, that's a part of the greater good getting to a better place. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just unfortunate, like, you know, God forbid anything happened to somebody you're close to, but ultimately, like, big, you know, God level looking out at the world, it's like humanity is getting to a better place. Because in the same way that, like, we have this ability to dehumanize, so many more people's experiences are being humanized through the internet that, like... I watched a video, I don't know, like a year, a couple years ago about a trans person talking about their experience with transitioning and being trans and all. I don't have access to that, to a person dealing with that experience, but because I have the internet, Mm -hmm. I got to see that, listen to their experience and it humanized it for me in a way where it was like, wow, like. The closest thing I've had to that is showing up to somewhere and feeling the subconsciousness of being in the wrong shoes or the wrong outfit and feeling how I felt and that discomfort. God damn, what if that was my whole life? Mm-hmm. Fuck, that'd be terrible. And it it and it created this humanity for me with this community that I didn't have before. Yeah. So it's like there's the beauty in that. And then there's also the person who 
may have written a shitty comment under yeah. <laughs> the video. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like that whatever that person's perception of themselves is who created the video is going to determine their experience they had yeah. with the creation of it. But, you know, it could be doing good that they they may never get to feel. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the same way, we're like, we had the conversation where you were talking about with the podcast. You were like, man, I was about to put a rap on this shit. And then somebody hit you and was like, yo, I appreciate blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, there's so many of those moments taking place that are silent. Yeah. You know, like majority, a lot of good shit is silent. It's a lot of people who, you know, you look at YouTube and... A video gets a million views, might get a hundred thousand likes, ten thousand dislikes, and five thousand comments. So it's like really we only know how less than one percent of people feel. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who, you know, that shit could have changed their life and put them on a path towards accomplishing everything they want. Yeah. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what most of this shit is. Yeah. So it's like that to me is also the beauty of where it comes back to perception Mm -hmm. because it is you know yeah this shit is crazy i love the way you said that about the kind of the trans um video and you actively going out because i guess you you know because i couldn't relate to that growing up i just didn't see it it just didn't exist in my you know it's only since i came to la is when i saw it um and i love that you equated it to god because you can only equate it to how you feel about certain things (laughs) Because when you said that, I was like, oh, you know, I've been, to, I've been out so many times. And I'm like, oh, I wore the wrong shoes. Yeah. I'm so insecure about my life right now. And then you start, and then it starts a spiral oh, yeah. of everything <laughs> of, am I good enough at life? What am I doing here? Oh, Why yeah. do I exist? And you're like, exactly. I just wore the wrong shoes. Oh, yeah. No one else fucking noticed. <laughs> at all. Or care. Like, I remember going out to the club when I first started going. And I'm like, all right, I got the fucking flyest outfit on in this bitch. If not top 10, like, <laughs> I'm killing it, wearing all the shit I feel the most comfortable in, blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't active in my pursuit of women. So I, I but I would see the dude who was dusty as hell, but he moving. He yeah. like, all right, that's a no, that's a no. Finally got uh, a yes, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Numbers game, rolling the dice, baby. You used to hate those guys. Um, <laughs> you hate you hated them so much because you were like the audacity of it. But you're like, bro, I, 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 you have to respect it, exactly, but I still fucking hate you. Exactly. And that's what it was for me. And then it wasn't until I pulled back a couple years later and I'm like, well, how could I expect the results this person is getting? And they're being more active in their <laughs> pursuit of this shit. And it's like, because I, I thought about it. And I was like, damn, like, when I do approach women, I have a pretty high success rate. I just don't approach a lot of women. Mm. Like, you know, I watch a guy approach 10 girls in a given night. I may approach one. But if if I'm batting 70%, let's say, <laughs> but I'm only approaching one a night, and I go three weeks in a row and I don't get, you know? <laughs> that's three, that's three L's. Baby. Oh my like, God. You're like, man, what's going on? As opposed to like, so it's just how you play the game too. 
for him, it's, that's one, that's one in one. Oh man! And like, there may be twenty it? girls approached, but it's one in one. All I need is one. Yeah, and that's the and it's, Fuck, it's that's a hilarious. mindset. So yeah, that 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 brings me, about such a, so, so many good memories. Oh, At man. the time, you're you're a little frustrated, but now yeah, you yeah. see it for what it is. It's fucking hilarious, bro. The club is the wildest fucking social environment. Yeah, you could have for kids that are outside of like war. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's the polar opposite. To war where you oh. have all of these like your hormones are oh. fucking crazy. You're the most insecure you've ever been while simultaneously being the most confident you've ever been. You know what I mean? And you're battling this and then you're in this environment and you're trying to like figure out how to have sex with a person yeah. and understand that and that interaction. Because as a guy, for me, I always felt like women were in control of sex. And I always looked at sex as like something I wanted as opposed mm. to like no, nah, we want to fuck too. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until one of my homies said that where he was like, bro, they trying to fuck just mm. like, and I was like, yo, you know, like, like the world got clear. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the veil shit. lifted. Yeah. It was like, oh shit. And it made it, I became more comfortable in my approach. Cause I'm like, well, potentially we're both looking to do the same thing. Mm. And it's not just me trying to like crack a code. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, yeah, that even at the time we, we, we were cracking codes. <laughs> this is like some minority report shit. If I wear this, if I do oh, this, if I drink this bro. amount, if I speak to this yeah. girl, if I say these bars that, that worked last time yeah, and don't yeah. say this shit that didn't work oh, this time before. Man, it's fucking crazy, yeah. bro. And it's, but it's and the I, rules of engagement. And I think that's the, fu- I think all of those, like like you said, at the time it wasn't it didn't mm-hmm. feel great always. But I think changing the relationship to what feels great and knowing growth because it's new isn't going to feel great in the moment, but it's what's required in the experience of being alive mm-hmm. to get to whatever you believe you want on any given moment. And it's 100%. like percent. And it's like but I feel like we've gotten a toxic relationship as a culture to growth. Yeah. And we only want shit. It's either ungrown or it's grown in that middle process that we're all living in, in some regard to some circumstance situation or something is not okay. Mm -hmm. And the extremism that we are subjected to, that's the opposite end of what I was talking about of the beauty of online. Yeah. Where it's like at the end of the day, as a guy, we're not taught how to have sex with women. It's just some shit you gotta figure out. Women aren't taught how to have sex with men. Like we're taught like as a man you should pursue women and women are taught like as a woman you should be um discerning yeah. in who you give your time to. It's like all right, go figure it out. Yeah. Like that's pretty primitive, basic shit. It's very wise. Not, yeah. <laughs> not very helpful. In something that is a pursuit, most people are trying mm-hmm. to pursue in some way. So it's like, yeah, of course this shit is fucked up and weird because none of us know what the fuck we're doing until you sort of figure it yeah. out. And then you're also figuring it out within the preference of other people who don't want it done the same way. Like there's shit. Some women love can't get enough of 
that would another woman is like, don't fucking talk to me like that. Don't touch me there. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's the weird part of all of this is like, you don't know you fucked up till you fucked up. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, is it what happens to a, like, unless they're actively trying to fuck up because they get off on doing harm. It's like, damn, what is, what, how are, how are kids supposed to feel comfortable figuring this shit out? Mm -hmm. If they should be finished before they started. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I think, I guess it's, it's, it's that same notion of, you know, when you were younger, you were like, I can't wait to leave home. And then when you leave home, you're progressing enough. You're like, oh, I can't wait. Uh, why am I out here? Oh, yeah. I want to go back home because it's the ignorance is bliss part of it. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, this, you, 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 since breaking it down in this conversation, you don't realize how wild those experiences are because you're in them. Yeah. You can't separate yourself from them. It's only now when you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's funny because it's like, it's like fun, right? Yeah. Like there's certain times where like you're present and you're having fun and you're like, yo, this shit is exactly what I wanted. And then there's other times you didn't realize you had fun yeah. until you left. And you was like, damn, like the party started out a little weird, but eventually like it, it got, got good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and that's, I feel like, so much of what we do is we look past where we're presently at mm-hmm. for a future that doesn't exist yet or for a past that was. Yep. And I think so many conversations culturally are taking place where as a collective in America, more specifically, like I feel like we're in a place culturally with race where if you just got online or got wherever it would seem like it's so toxic and so this or that but it's like i feel like when i talk to people of that's not their general Mm -hmm. experience where it's like okay if i experience a thousand white people and two say something racist what am i going to empower are white people these two racist people or are they the other ones yeah you know, and it's like, I feel like it's like, we'll empower the two races. Yeah. Because that conflict is what's generating this interest in revenue in this thing that needs interest to make revenue, which is like the news cycle we live in and all of this external shit that's like dictating to us. And it's focused on the worst elements yeah. and highlighting and spotlighting the worst elements of humanity and defining. It's because that's how humanity is feeling. You see what I'm saying? It's the evidence of this collective consciousness of how each individual is coming together and this is the general consensus. But again, it's, it's how you receive your information too. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying, you know, what's, what's true or what's not true. You know what's true within yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but it can only relate to you. It yeah. can't relate to the outside world, this generalization of what's actually happening. But I think, I think the manipulation of that yeah. is conscious on the people in the media's behalf. Like the person at CNN who works in this fucking mm. multicultural, multiracial environment and blah, blah, blah knows that's an experience being had. Yeah. But then they put the spotlight on a black person being abused and they go, this is what America is. Because that's what the the collective want. But that's what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I think, I think, I think, I don't, 
It, go, it defies the law of anything. You can't, you can't attract something into your life that you're, you're, you are not accountable for, whether it's a seeing a piece of information or being, seeing something that's perceived to be negative, even though within you, you don't feel negative about that situation. And I agree because I think that's the reason I quit paying attention, right? Yeah. Because it's like this shit isn't adding up to the... It doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't yeah. resonate with me. It doesn't resonate with the people I talk to. Yeah. On, on the level in which it's being presented. Like, we're all conscious that, like, certain things exist. But it's like, does it exist for... What's the ratio here mm-hmm. we're dealing with? And what's the effective way to treat something? Where it's like, you don't treat a scraped knee the same way you treat a severed limb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're both... Listen, they both need treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some severe paper cuts, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one under the nail. Uh, that's <laughs> it might as well be a seven yeah, yeah, knee. Yeah. <laughs> it's all relative. So, so that, to me, is like where I've... Yeah. Why I've pulled back in certain areas and, you know, uh, getting back to how you were saying, like, it's it's you're in control of the perception and the information you're absorbing. And for certain people, that validation of like, because I feel like for me, having not lived in LA and lived living in LA, there's like this, like this, this notion of like white guilt out here. And I never want to absolve white people of anything Mm. ever. But at times it's the validation it's seeking and like, but you see, I'm one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. I'm being nice to you. I know what it's, I know how difficult it is to be you. So, you know, I'm and it's like, don't fucking pat. Me. <laughs> <laughs> don't use me to feel better about yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to participate and play that game with you. Like I'm good. So that's like, a frustration I've found myself dealing with in moving in certain spaces where it's like, I don't like you feeling better about yourself because I'm here. Mm-hmm. Cut that shit out. Like yeah. just meet me as a person and you figure me out, but don't, you know, yeah. look around and I'm not going to watch you pat yourself on the back. Like that's fucking yeah. <laughs> kiss my ass. So it's like, that's something that ties into this other stuff where it's just like, you know, it's it's the same, it's the same notion of, you know, like when you see a homeless person on the street, right. And then you, you're like, you got a 20 bucks in your pocket. You're like, I'm going to make this guy's oh, day. Oh man, look at um, me, God. <laughs> I, and you're walking, strutting over and you had, and let me see his reaction. Oh, you yeah. give him the 20. He's like, oh, wow, oh my God, thank yeah, you so yeah. much. And inside you're like, very welcome, sir. Yeah. yeah. And that's, it, it, it's kind of, we, we only ever do things for ourselves. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is I, for me, I, I don't want it to be so overt. Like I get we're all moving for in a way, selfish reasons, but like the, the, that's where grace comes in. That's where like, you know, like. Yeah. But then the the kind of the, the Buddha in me is like, well, other people's opinions of you is not your business or even the way they make you feel about yourself is not not your business it's 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 not it's not a um 
because kind of kind of kind of back to the notion of you know when you were like um i was having a great day i'm on my zone i get in the car and someone cuts me off and i'm like i'm a split second away from chasing this motherfucker down and doing, yeah. doing some damage or the buddha in me would be like well maybe this guy or woman or whoever it is is rushing to get home because a loved one is like dying yeah or if or a, a baby's being born or they've just lost their job that, that's that this is how yeah, i equate yeah, yeah, things yeah. now and i'm like yeah, and that's the that's that's part of like where I'll definitely say like my evolution is is evolving too. Yeah, and I'm not there because, <laughs> <laughs> because I definitely that like people who try to make themselves anoint themselves in a way off of like someone else's struggles, someone mm-hmm. else's. It's the same thing. Like I, I get like frustrated when i see like like certain activists who show up to the scenes of shit and try to define the experience and it's like but you're not having that experience well yeah but then but but then my my argument would be at least they're showing up right but (laughs) here's what i'm saying is but the difference is if i it's like being the the guy who chases ambulance right like that lawyer it's like yeah shit happens but now you're like creating mm-hmm. shit and, and, and it perpetuating it for your benefit. It's not for like, I want humanity to be in a better place. So I'm holding something accountable. It's like, no, no, I want some shit in my driveway mm-hmm. that's foreign. I want to eat at this restaurant. Yeah, but the see, the see that no one is that apart from Jesus. Because, because everything, we've been conditioned that everything is reciprocal. That that from birth, if I give you something, you have to give me something back. I do it with my own daughter. She's like, oh, you want some food? Oh, here's some grapes. Give daddy a kiss. <laughs> Why am I? And it's so natural. It's not even like yeah. I'm giving her food for her to give me attention. Yeah, yeah. You see, Because everything in life is reciprocal. I don't think it's, it's necessarily a conscious thing. But I understand some, there's certain people out there who, who do do that type of stuff. But me, I'm in such a position now. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm like. Because because we all do it. Let's be. No, we- I I I agree with you, and I think I'm only I have this gripe. Like my thing is like <laughs> I understand that like shit is broken until it starts working for you. Yeah, and that's like you know where all well, everything is yeah, broken. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, right? Because it's like that's such a fucking true statement. There, yeah. There's the shit that like didn't work for me at 20 that works for me now. But to someone who's 20, that shit is still broken. And I'm like, no, it's fixed. <laughs> Hang in there, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think that that's the, the this, this like, this conflict that I'm explaining, like, my frustrations with the experience I've had is also a part of, like, creatively what's opening me up to express certain things and what's going to, like, open certain doors mm-hmm. and all of this shit to where it's necessary and it's a part of it. And that just is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like I don't know what the world would be without frustration and conflict. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would we be doing? We'd yeah. just fucking lay. Well, the, 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 you wouldn't know what the opposite of that is. There would be no polarity of it. Yeah, like so. It's so it's needed. So I understand yeah. that, like, it's 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 necessary. Yeah. So you know that. So I in that regard, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm still frustrated at it. <laughs> like, because it is there. Well, at least you, you can know? acknowledge it. Yeah. I mean, like, back in I, the day, I wouldn't have acknowledged that I'm frustrated. I'd have been, I would have just fucking hit someone. Yeah. <laughs> I want to dive into this, this kind of last notion um, of your, because someone who I, I love having these conversations with you, something we've, we've done many a times. And, and I love the fact that you mentioned to me that you're going to have a podcast. Yeah, I think this yeah. is fucking genius. <laughs> Pre- it's called a pre-Illuminati podcast. Because I used to say the things of like, you know what? Because I used to be so into conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. To a point, they w- I would be obsessed with them. And I'm like, where is Illuminati? Let me in, please. Right. I will do anything you want me to do. They're like, oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce is Illuminati. Bill Clinton's Illuminati. I'm like, these motherfuckers got so much dough. Let me in. Who do I need to slain? Exactly. Which What's which which member? number do I need to tattoo on my arm? <laughs> you let me know. Oh yeah. I am there, willing and able to get it done. To get it done. And that's like so. That's where so the whole notion of being pre Illuminati is like as somebody who moved to L.A. in entertainment is. The Illuminati represents the highest level of success. Like there's no, they're the ones moving all of the pieces and yeah. we're dealing with the moves they make. Right. So it's like, the highest <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's funny how we define the highest level of success is a, is a theory yeah, yeah, yeah. of something we don't know that exists <laughs> exactly. or not, but we know it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like that to me, to be pre Illuminati is you're in your process of using your creativity to achieve your highest level of success in whatever Mm -hmm. you're trying to achieve it in. So it's like, that's where the pre comes. (laughs) (laughs) You're not there yet. And, And ultimately when you're living in your, like your passion of whatever you're doing, you'll never truly be there because you're always trying to evolve whatever it is you're doing. You're always trying to get better. So it's like a constant state of Of growth. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Growth, understanding, trying, you know, effort. And it's like, so for me, the podcast is just like a documentation of my journey Mm -hmm. within my ascent to the illuminati yeah you know so it's like it's 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 satirical in the way that like the illuminati is the goal um but it's really just about like yeah being what you're going through to get to what you believe you want Mm -hmm. as much as it may not be what you currently want to be dealing with it's probably what you need Mm -hmm. to get what you want right like you know, there's there's so many situations in life where in that moment you were like, yo, like being in a bad relationship prepared you to be better for your wife in the relationship you're in. But you needed that experience because 100 percent without that experience, there's shit about your wife you would take for granted that, you know, to appreciate because you didn't have it from another partner. And so many people, I feel like, resent that process of like, it's like, oh, so you really should have met one person in life and just like got married and it been perfect. Like, no. So my whole podcast is just like a 10 minute wherever I'm at in that week. Here's my experience. Here's 
what I'm dealing with. Here's my perception of whatever. And it's just like, you know, a tight little 10. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you're fucking amazing. This has been fucking amazing. No, man, listen, I, I couldn't wait to get out here because I do feel like in you, I get to see like the evolution of what, you know, I'm I'm going through. It's like watching somebody who, you know, you're running the same race and you're like, okay, I'm on the right track. You know I'm, I'm wearing the right shoes. Like I got the right fit. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be all right. You know, some people never get there. Yeah. Yeah. Not talking about you. I'm talking no, about no, no. some people don't even know they're a living, breathing organism floating in space no. on a giant fucking on a planet, yeah. which <laughs> it, it, it's marvelous. I always call it leveling up. You know, when you read something and you're like, yeah. I'm leveled up because of this conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, I just woke up again before that level up. (laughs) I've been sleeping even though I thought I was awake. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's like, I I think the big like takeaway for me from like even being around like you and other people is, is first of all, like the energy that goes into maintaining your consciousness while also understanding that it doesn't, the, the the only finish line is death. Yeah. So until until then, that's the starting line. You know what I'm saying? Like depending, right? Like I no. don't. We none of us. I don't know what's after this, but I do know this. So it's like while I'm experiencing this, let me try and get the best version of the experience, and then bringing that to a micro level in every experience. Yeah. And that's like when you get into that, like. Buddha mode to where somebody could say some slick shit and you just like, bless you. Me, depending on the day, boy, I'm like, hold on, my man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny is because when I talk about leveling up, I'm always like, today, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read all day. I'm going to meditate. And I I get up on the day and I'm like, ah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to level up tomorrow. Oh, you know, I'm going to watch Netflix today. I'm going to chill the fuck out. Watch some Dave. Bro, do the complete opposite. That's the thing is what I'm trying to do. And you you mentioned this um, last time we talked when I was over here was like not trying to put like a preconceived notion on what the level up is going to look like, mm-hmm. how it's going to feel, whatever, because it's a thing you just the experience, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when it's like, oh, shit, this is different. Mm hmm. My mind is it's different as a, but it's never, not never, but like for me, it has rarely come in how I thought it would come, but it's always come. So it's like, and that comes back to where we even started this shit. And this is what I'm trying to, or what I am living in presently and currently is trust, mm-hmm. right? Like I trust myself to get to the level up and I trust the level up to come. So, because you trust yourself enough for it, for it, for it to it, achieve sure, it, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, it's a beautiful thing. It is, and it's a beautiful thing that you have to maintain, like you know, because it can be it takes work. It genuinely does to oh, to to bro. keep your mental state in check. You know, I'm going to leave you with one one tidbit as well, which is from the, from this book as well. He says, and you know, any crossroads, anything that happens in your life, anything you know that. You feel like you're going to react to in a kind of negative way. He, God says, um, what would love do? 
I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so now when I think about some shit and I'm like, well, something's coming in and I want to say something to someone, I, I stop and I'm like, ooh, what would love do? And it would be the complete opposite oh, man, of that exact thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's. That, and that's a distinct level up. Yeah. That is. Uh, Bro, that, that's God level. Yeah. You can move in the world and every decision you have. The, is is the, what would love to. foresight. Do. To be like, let me pull myself away, even if it's for a millisecond to mm-hmm. ask myself that question. Like, that's definitely. It's because, it's, it's you know, the, 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 we only have two, two emotions. We may feel like we have millions of emotions, but it's love and fear. And again, not the, the love of the Disney or the romantic <laughs> movies. You know, love is, I enjoy doing this podcast. That's in the love spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Coming, you know, what the fuck am I going to say to Justin? You know, because I, we, we know each other and how am I going to equate it to a fucking podcast and have a conversation yeah, yeah. about it? That's kind of in the fear oh, for sure. element of it. And that's what we attract. That's what we, we, we approach every single situation with. And then I sat down. I said, what would love do? And just do it. Oh, yeah. Nah, I appreciate it, man. And I'm, I'm being around you evolves me. So, you know. Well, you evolve yourself because you attracted me just as I attracted yeah, yeah, you yeah. to have this conversation. For sure. Be accountable, bro. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. There's so many, it, it's, there's so many levels. Areas yeah, yeah. I am accountable. And this is like that. I, I was talking to a young cat doing stand up and he hit me with a text and he was like, oh, I'm going to try to do this this weekend. And I go, you're going to do that this weekend. Yeah. You should change, try and breathe today. Yeah. yeah change the conversation yeah. you're having with yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, I realize a lot of the advice I give or things I say is advice I'm giving to myself, yeah, yeah. you know? So like at times, that's why it seems like I'm like going on a fucking tangent and really. No, because like a, what else are we but reminders to ourselves? Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we are, we are experience. Yeah. So for us, you know, it's that notion of also that fear of not reverting back to those, <laughs> even though I love those experiences, it's yeah, reverting yeah. back to, the position that you used to be in where you're like, I ain't trying to regress. I'm trying to progress. Oh, yeah. So you, this is constant reminders. It's the humanity, it's the humility yeah, yeah. within yourself being like, okay, I'm on the right path. I'm telling you, but really I'm telling myself. Right. I do the same shit. Yeah, like yeah. on the podcast, I'm reminding myself where, what I'm fucking doing, where I'm at. Right. And this whole fucking magic, all this type of shit to, to actually think spiritual to think that there is shit that we don't know out there yeah, yeah. and that's okay. Oh uh, yeah. That's the beauty of it. Man. Yeah. Justin, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Whoa.